everybody! And welcome to Nintendo Video Chat. Super NBC as we call it now. Yeah! Today we're playing a Lego game that's actually kind of a Nintendo game. A little bit. So, well, sort of. It's mostly a Lego game. Yeah, it's mostly a Lego game, but there's some Nintendo stuff in it. There is some Nintendo stuff And in it. Uh, we'll be talking about that a little bit more. And we're also going to be talking about some Pokemon news. Our reviews of Castlevania for the 3DS that just came out. Uh, it's called Lords of Shadow, Mirror of Fate. Uh, and uh, maybe a little bit of Ed Train Odyssey talk. And uh, we have a, a couple cool guys in here to talk about these games, including the man with two first names, Rich George. Nope. Okay, Rich, nope. he doesn't like it. You <laughs> nope. actually have three first names, yep. from what I understand. Yep. Uh, we also got Brian Altano. Hi! It's not a brap day, apparently. It's going really well. Everything's really off. Yep. And uh, we got Jeremy Parrish for the first time on Nintendo Video Chat. What's up, y'all? Welcome, Jeremy. Uh, Hi. Give you a little That's bit of cool. background. You sound, like a, you sound like a soul singer. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Jeremy's been the host of multiple <laughs> podcasts, so it must be a little awkward for him to be in this room talking about Nintendo games. Why? First I've time been a, I've been a guest on many podcasts. Too. I've never seen you as a guest on a podcast. Well, you just haven't been paying attention. <laughs> Damn, fight about it. Go. Uh, your, Long... your your knowledge of the Jeremy Parrish canon is weak. <laughs> We're going to have to outsource this to the community whose uh, wiki skills are better than yours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm Samuel Claiborne, the host who's getting dissed. All right, so we're here playing uh, <laughs> Lego City Undercover, which we gave an 8.0 to. Uh, who was the, rever- the reviewer on this game? The man with two first names. The man with two first names. <laughs> I keep doing that until he leaves so, the room, apparently. So Rich reviewed it, and uh, Brian Altano uh, has been playing a lot of I've it. I've been playing a lot of it, yeah. I really, really like this game. It's a lot of fun. It's, uh, it's good. It's, it's not the, the, the savior of all things Wii U that I think everyone is, is expecting it to be. It Wait, never who was, should, it who never was expecting that? Where, where is well, this crazy well, talk we, coming We from? haven't had anything when, for months. When you have no so. games for four matter. months, anything yeah. becomes a savior of the Wii U. Pinning your hopes on a Lego game is just asking for trouble. Yeah, so to me, it's, uh, you know, if you liked the Lego games before, this one, you, you'll have fun here. It's great. It's, it, it does everything those games did. Like, you know, uh, let's get the faults out of the way. The loading times are terrible. The combat is pretty much non-existent. Platforming is a little wonky. If it's a except for when is it, uh, is it, our trusty Brendan Gameplay Lab uh, can't get on a ladder. Playing. That was amazing. Do some flips. Yeah, yeah. He's not really doing that. He's pressing B and going yeah. towards them, and it just does it. Yeah. But or otherwise, it's like Assassin's if, Creed. if you if you like the uh, <laughs> yeah. if you like the Lego games, this does that on a Grand Theft Auto scale. Like it's mm-hmm. actually a giant city to to run around in. There's little areas that you can't get into until you unlock uh, costumes and on, on all sorts of uh, tools. And, and the costumes do different stuff, right? Yeah. Like the Astron yeah. costume does different stuff. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that so you've got, uh, I want to say, eight different costumes. And, I mean, they all, they're more, it's more cosmetic than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, when I'm a firefighter, I'm swinging an axe. But when I'm a thief, I'm using a crowbar. But I'm also spamming A to do yeah. either one of these things. So you're kind of... Doing similar stuff. I mean, really, the appeal is in, like, the 450 collectibles in a Grand Theft Auto-style world. If that's appeal yeah. to you, which yeah. it is to some mm. people, some including people, sure. you me know, and Banjo-Kazooie. So, I have a question for you guys, yeah. though. The previous LEGO games have had basically zero difficulty. Like, they mm-hmm. give you lives and they give you health, but why? Because as soon as you die, you just start right there <laughs> no, again. this game is not video difficult. video game tropes, I suppose. Yeah. It's I not difficult. Right I mean, sure, I technically died a couple times, but not mostly because I jumped off of something and really shouldn't have jumped off of that. But mm-hmm. you don't really die. It's more just exploring the world. Um, it's quite funny, mm-hmm. like most LEGO games are. It sort of spoofs all these sort of like 80s era, uh, you know, cop shows and mob movies and all that sort of stuff. So, so it's, it's And great. that's because it doesn't have a big franchise behind it. Right. So it right. makes up for its Original story, story and, original and, character. And kind of what, what uh, Brian was telling me earlier, really, 
really like pick my interest and that's that it has like classic lego sets in it yeah like, really classic ones yeah like, like, like a lot early of early 80s yeah the stuff before, like before like the space, lego yeah space stuff exactly yeah. before lego yeah. had all the licenses and batman and lord of the rings and star wars and all that stuff they had space yeah and, and, and pirate, pirate, and that was even before pirates and stuff, just they dudes had. in a city. They had like Lego yeah. castle, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. castle Sp- sets, and even those had predecessors, which are weird. Yeah. Like, so like the I mean, yellow were, castles were weird. There and was one part like in cool this castles. game where uh, I got on the horse, and their ho- the horse is just a regular horse, but he has like feet holes cut yeah. out in them. You yeah, just yeah. jump on a horse and you ride around, and like I, had I was like, I was I had, yeah, I had those yeah. when I was eight years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when I think of Lego castle, I think of the yellow castle. I don't think of like the ones that actually look like castles. Exactly. All right, so look, Brendan found cheap cheap oh, this wow. is oh, like cool. there are a ton of nintendo secrets packed throughout the game uh, you know yeah. sam mentioned so, that a bit earlier nintendo published this game like this yeah. is an a nintendo published game which means yeah. that you know the developer is still the developer that does all the lego stuff but so they're well, they, they gave it's them some a liberty. telltale fusion which i'm not i actually don't know what that means i'm okay. sure it's out there somewhere telltale but, or traveler's tales, traveler's tales. Tra- yeah. sorry traveler's tales I was that's a that. very different kind of game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah walking the, the dead legos that'd be amazing actually so and that's what's cool so that's i think the biggest deal for me, besides the classic Lego set thing, which is really cool, well, is that there's there's freaking Nintendo Legos in this, yeah. and hey, and here's some weird what's ones most too. amazing about this. So when you are playing this game, they uh, give you a, on the gamepad you have a full list of all the collectibles you can get, and it's it's exhaustive. And there's 450 of this and 100 of this and whatever. The Nintendo collectibles are not on that list. You have to find them. You discover them on your own. They do not tell you what region. They do not tell you anything. Yeah. And I stumbled across uh, one of the uh, shines from Super Mario Sunshine, and I didn't even know what the hell was going on. It took me a second to register. I was like, oh, my God, there's there's Nintendo stuff in here. And Rich yep. was telling me this, and I was like, yeah, I guess he's just talking about a star. He kept on saying, it's like, a, you know, and, I was, and then it, it turns out it's actually a shine sprite, like from, from Sunshine, shine. like specifically. Yeah, I actually had to, have, shine, shine I had to have Brendan confirm it for me because it, it like, it happened, and I was like, uh, that couldn't have been a shine. That would have been a star. Yeah. And but then I he does even, the yeah. little motion that yeah. he does when he Yeah, it does the whole thing. Uh, so there's bomb bombs So do you also game. have to collect, like, a bunch of blue coins that are hidden in areas you don't <laughs> no, know about? No, they're blocks. Well, that's, 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 the the, that's the rest of the game. They're, they're wow. called studs. So they really Jeremy, did yeah. take take a lot of elements from Scorio <laughs> oh, yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, I mean, this 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 game has, like, Donkey Kong 64 collectible, like, madness, you know? Like, get 100 of this and 5 of this and 17 of this and 18 of this. What's weird is that's the majority of the gameplay, right? Sort of. I mean, here's here's the thing. Not really, actually. This this is the distinction for me, right? So it's a game like Donkey Kong 64. We all go woof because like that sucked, right? Because they were like, collect a hundred of this blue banana and four hundred of this purple banana, and we'll let you in this door. This game never like stops you. It just says if you want to go get this stuff and get all these costumes and get all these cars. It was, I think yeah. so. Yeah. There are there are little to no uh, collectible paywalls in this game. They oh, basically yeah. say, so, if you want, you can just play the fifteen or so missions, yeah. start to finish, and the game you'll be done with the game at like what the, the twelve fifteen percent. Yeah, and it's like ten hours. The walls yeah. are like your outfits, and you just steadily get those as you go through the game, mm-hmm. and, and that's that. There's no so. doors that say collect a million yeah. of these studs. That, to get that into should the door, be very or, clear. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not it's not all that, that stuff's game. optional. And for people like me, I actually really enjoyed going through. Like I got very distracted. By all the side stuff, I didn't want to play the missions. I got to them eventually here and there because they'll unlock suits through the missions that let you unlock more in the main so, world. But just okay, driving so, around so the world and collecting stuff. There is game content outside of the core, like yes. critical path. 
that is not just collecting stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so there's the main storyline and the main sort of there, arc for that goes from like police drama to basically some crazy James Bond stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then the collectible stuff is basically outside of that. So I spent about ten hours in the main story, and then probably another ten hours yeah. just collecting stuff. And I'm only a thirty. To answer your question, yeah. Jeremy, it's uh, also escort missions. Oh, those are my favorites. Actually, there, there are. There are, there are. are there uh, I think so. I think so. I'm just making of, a joke because everybody hates there's escort a, well, missions. There's a lot of Ever chasing. Ever since Rogue Squadron. Uh, is there escort missions? No, there, I didn't see any. There's a lot of chasing missions. Well, there's no. you oh, can't have escort missions in a game <laughs> that has no deaths. Like, no yeah. one cares if you die I, in this I game. I will say this, though, that, like, despite all the sort of different mission variety of, you know, chase this and go here and do this. Oh, you sort of escort, but they're, like, in the car with you and you just sort of drive them somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, uh. It, it all works pretty well. And, I mean, my problem with past LEGO games has been they've had these really obtuse, bizarre puzzles. And kids can figure Plus them out. Plus, you're a comic book guy, and they're not canon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, the, you know, kids will fi- figure some of these things out in five seconds. And I'm just sitting there staring at the screen like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Uh, and in this game, that feels better. There's much yeah. more. There's a much more logical well, intuitiveness. It's the same Grand Theft Auto thing where if you have one car on screen, it shows, like, or like four others spawn right. next it, to you. I it, also, it also has the uh, choppy frame rate of Grand Theft Auto games and the uh, magical fog that shows up when you get high up in the air. So it's doing its best to be just like GTA. But yeah, I didn't run into any puzzles Features. in this game that stumped yeah. me. Nothing like that. No, was, no. Um, very, all the missions are very straightforward. Actually, um, I, will, I will say that the the bomb bomb thing actually appears in this park. And actually, if Brennan pans over, I think it's to his right, there's a yellow star a balloon up in the... Oh, yeah. yeah, he's right there. Right behind that tree is kind of square in the middle there. You can see a oh, star yeah. right oh, there. The what is it? Yeah. Not a star, it's a, it's a star the, man. Star oh, yeah, man. a star man. Yeah. Get the cannon right, no, George. You. Not a star fee. No, that's something star, different. That would actually be sad. amazing if star fee was in this game. Here's the thing. So there are, oh, yeah, there's a little there are uh, um, item blocks or question mark blocks or whatever. Uh, there are the shines, and you, there are like five of each of those. And I don't know if there's other stuff in here that I, I've only seen those. Um, I don't know what they unlock. So yeah, we'll figure it out in the next couple what's of days. The, what's the wiki address? Go.ign.com slash Lego Nintendo. Lego Nintendo. So seriously, guys, as you're listening to this, like when you get Lego on Monday or Tuesday or whenever you decide to get it, um, yeah, we've made please, a page where we're documenting all of this stuff. I mean, I've, I've spent it. literally, you know, a good 20 hours in this game and I've only found a few of them. Yeah, um, there's they, so much here. They are hard to find because you don't know where they are. Like most of the stuff in this game, you're like, oh, there are five of aliens in this region that I need to go find yeah. and catch. Um, you have no idea where these shines are. They're just around. All so. right. So to wrap up this segment, you gave this an 8.0, which is yeah. uh, which is a great score. I liked Look, it a lot. Personally, great. I don't buy anything that's less than a 9. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I like it a lot, right? We already mentioned the load times and some simplicity of the gameplay. I will say that there is one huge deal breaker for a lot of people out there. There is no co-op in this game. There's none. And, and oh, like, is that, that's a common Lego thing. Uh, it's yeah. a common Lego thing that they added maybe a few years back. And here's the I thing. I was going to say, yeah, there's no co-op in a lot so, of games. Right? Well, but yeah, right. it's a big Lego It's thing. a big thing for Lego games. Like, for example, Chris Carl, who runs all of our entertainment stuff, he loves to play Lego games with his uh, fiance or wife. I can't, I'm not sure if, she, if they're completely married yet. But anyway. He's kept woman. Uh, he will not buy this game <laughs> because there's no co-op. Like, that's what he wants. There's also no off-TV gameplay. You can't yeah. just play. Oh yeah, gamepad. that's funny that Brian was telling me that. Yeah, like they use. So that's we should actually address this. There are Wii U features to the game, but they're, they're yeah. pretty simple. It's like panning around with the lower. I, w- I would say Wii honestly, the most helpful you thing can't is play on your Wii controller. Yeah, right. Yeah. You cannot play it entirely there. Um, which and it's also weird because you know you. Uh, 
you've got a second screen. How amazing would it have been for a Lego game to finally have your own screen for your character and the other yep. person's playing on the TV? Oh, yeah, for co-op. Uh, for yeah. co-op. I've got to save some features for the sequel, Rich. Yeah. Come on. I, I honestly would be ecstatic to see a sequel to this. It is a very fun game, and it's very funny. I think some people, kids probably won't get a lot of the humor, like when Starsky and Hutch show up on the screen. I don't mm-hmm. know if kids are really going to know what that is, um, or like a Dirty Harry reference. Can you build their charger? Huh? Drive it? Can you build their charger and drive it? I don't it? know. I haven't they seen do, it. They, they do have their own mission. level. Did yeah. you show up in a mission? Oh, wait, no, actually, it was a Ford Torino, wasn't it? They they have their own level where you're yeah. destroying classic cars. There's another level that's based on Shawshank Redemption, yeah. which is so weird. That's which is really weird because yeah. I mean that movie had that kids. movie had suicide in it and yeah. prison but, rape. Well, yeah, well, among well, other things. I mean, there's there's Lego good, there's Goodfellas references. There's a Batman reference. There's Titanic. I'm pretty sure. You know, you know. Uh, I'm sure there's Dirty a Godfather Harry? something. Dirty Harry. Sherlock. Is there a Dirty Harry beat up? Yeah. Scene? Aside, aside from the references, I think that the the writing in this game is some of the funniest writing we've it's had in games. It's quite good. And, and Brian really Otano is a professional comedy writer. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I, I really enjoy the writing in this game. I actually laughed out loud a bunch of there's times. There's some just good comedic it, so. timing too. Um, there's a few characters that are kind of annoying. Um, yes. But some really really funny stuff. I yeah. I really enjoyed the game despite its flaws. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we should move on because there's some other cool games that just came out and some that are about to come out, including one which Brian's also been playing, which we should just give a little bit of attention to. But it's made, I'm going to pique your interest here, right? It's made by the creators of Pokemon. I would hope everybody listening knows what this game is. I hope. I hope. Harmonite? Harmonite. Yeah. Harmonite. yeah. I, I don't think anybody knows what that game is. But the we're going to tell the, them. The people listening probably do. Let's yeah. be fair. We're, has, we're dealing with the uh, the Nintendo Illuminati. Yeah, that's true. The yeah. literati. So, so I actually haven't played this at all yet. Brian, so. give us the dish on Harmonite. Uh, there's a demo out, by the way. You should definitely get it. It's a side-scrolling action platforming rhythm game where you are... <laughs> set in Super Mario World. Basically set in the overworld of Super Mario World, so you're moving around along a map towards circle dots that open up levels. Um, it's made by the Pokemon guys, so there's some Pokemon music and references in there. But you're basically just this dude who runs around with a big mallet, and you hit drums and bad guys and fight bosses, but you have to do everything to the beat. So now I had a really good time playing this game, and then I tried playing it on the train with the volume down, oh, no. and I missed every note. <laughs> so this do you, is absolutely do you physically something... press forward, or is it an infinite No, runner? so it's, it's, an, it's basically an auto run. It's not an infinite runner because it doesn't... You know, there's no, there are defined endings to every stage. Okay. Uh, but you'll run along, there'll be these symbol trees and drum plants that you have to hit with your hammer and mallet yeah. or whatever. And uh, you'll switch between characters. This is girl named Lyric who comes out and shoots bow and arrows at, uh, at other uh, cat- uh, characters. Is this, is this that go part by, of a but... Japanese series? No, it's, no. it's a brand it's new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is just a new thing. So, uh, on a scale of uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat to Vib Ribbon, where would you place this? I would say it was it would somewhere along the lines of a Bit Trip Runner Two, but with more rhythm based stuff. You and, prefer it? So that's another game that just came out. Actually, I don't even have it on my. Uh, I'm going to say I prefer but... Bit Trip right now. Okay. I think the art style is a lot better in Harmonite, and the music's better in Harmonite. But wow. Bit Trip, still... Bit Trip, I can play without caring about the music. I can sort of turn the volume down and do something. I heard else there's eight bit games and Runner Two. Yes, that's really neat. and they're yeah, extremely hard, but. <laughs> I feel like having the gameplay more integrated into the music mm-hmm. is actually a benefit for Harmonite. It's something different it and unique and um, like shows the design of the game as the sort of cohesive package where nothing is is uh, superfluous. And for so- sure, for sure. But we live in a weird Love era screen. where uh, <laughs> we uh, we play a lot of portable games without any music anymore i feel like that's a thing that happens all the time now we play iphone games that have no sound i, w- I would argue most people don't even know what the music sounds like in angry birds or... it's, a, it's annoying 
It's annoying, but most people, little, you know, if you so, hear little kids in the backseat, you know, playing it for hours, you're like, oh, that's why. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I feel like, I feel no, like developers should be rewarded for, for, you know, actually thinking, hey, what if we made good music and it was part of the game? Completely so, agree. Completely agree. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I love it for that. And I will say that Harmonite uh, just demands a little bit more attention when it comes to playing it. Whereas yeah. BitTrip, I can sort of play with the sound off and, and run around and collect. And things. if that didn't sell you on it, it has Pikachu in it. It does. Yeah. Does, does, it, have, does it have Pulse Man? Haven't gotten that. Or Jill from Dildozer? Drill Dozer? Jill Dozer? Wow. New game. Drill Dozer. Drill from Jill Dozer. Does it have Dildo from Dildozer? I haven't seen those movies. I watch those with the sound off, too. All right. So, speaking. Craigway. Check this out. Can you tell us a little bit about Adrian Odyssey, Legends of the Tip, Jeremy? Legends of the who? Legends of so, the So, so on our on our site, the, the player oh, cut yeah, off yeah. the word. So it's an Etrian Odyssey. Legends of the Titan, but Legends of the Titan. Uh, yeah. This is the blue section oh, of our Atlas. podcast. We right. have one for every podcast. This is the Nintendo for grown-ups. Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo after hours. Nintendo muted chat. Um so so Jeremy wrote a review of this game called Etrian Odyssey 4. Etrian Odyssey. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Spell your fake words right. Etrian Odyssey. How do you say the Yggdrasil? Yggdrasil. Don't you know your I don't know anything about this game. This is the fourth game in a series that I've never cared about. So you should care about this game, though, because this game is a super fantastic, awesome game that you can play. And apparently, according to your review, it's the most accessible of them. Yeah, by far. Um, yeah, so the Etrian Odyssey games are are built around kind of the very fundamental concept of the computer RPG, going all the way back to like the early '80s with Wizardry and Ultima. So I'm going to let you keep going because this is the way to undersell the game, and then I'm going to sell it. Okay, so go ahead. I'm just saying, like, it goes back to the very, very old origins of of the RPG, and then it makes it more playable, more accessible. It makes it something that people can pick up and you know appreciate on on sort of a modern level it takes away all the obtuseness or a lot of the obtuseness of those old games and uh you know it it has that kind of old classic gaming mentality where you have to make your own maps on virtual graph paper and, and that's uh, where my ears perked up. build your when build you your own teams and me. things like that so so this game and I, I read another thing i believe it was on kotaku about this being final fantasy one like and i know you disagree with that i but do it, it's hardcore and you make your team up of you know classes that's about it right right that's not, you don't have characters you just have guild members but what you just said is that you make maps in this game and it's really fun and what you're doing is on your upper screen you're walking around exploring an area and your bottom screen you have like a palette of photoshop like tools that you can make a map with and, and there's a lot of them and uh as you move it kind of like paints out the map and then you can add like oh there's something here that i have no idea what to do with oh there, this is a really tough, difficult monster i want to go around and it's really cool because it's kind of like a um like a, a roguelike in the sense that you return in dungeons a lot, but they're not random. So right, so I guess it's, it's, more it's really like a not dungeon. roguelike. What do you? What would you call it? like a dungeon crawler? Yeah, it's or a dungeon crawler. By so far. yeah, that, that's absolutely what the, it is. The point is that the dungeons are really hard, but your your tool when you go back is not only that you can level up, but you have a map the next time you go back, so mm. you can get so far and then you warp out of there back to the town. You stock up. And then you, you're like, oh, well, I've mapped this far. I want to go map more. It, yeah, it works. I think it's so addictive, and it's really cool. It's, it's so- a very different kind of RPG from something like Final Fantasy, where, you know, mm-hmm. in, in Final Fantasy, you go into a dungeon, and you just kind of expect to work your way to the end. Maybe by the time you get to the end, you're at the boss, and you're kind of running low on resources, but you pull through. You can't do that in Edrian Odyssey. Like, every time you go into the dungeon, you'll make more progress, but there's no way you're going to clear the dungeon 
the in your first outing. It, it takes you know some persistence. It's so hard, and it takes and kangaroos kill you in one hit. Kangaroos kill you in one hit. Um, no, it, 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 takes, <laughs> it takes persistence and it takes um, you know some some determination, but um, it, it is just like the the simple act of progress in this game is very rewarding. You feel like yeah, these guys when I first got to this area they were just slaughtering me, mm-hmm. but now I can just put it on auto battle and destroy them because I've I've powered up and I've made my team you know I've made these skill selections and made them more powerful. I have two other selling points too. One is that it has no storyline, which is the best thing. It ever. has a storyline, it but the it's lightest very, story, very light. Which I can't stand in RPGs anymore unless it's handled really well. Oh, but, no, uh, they burned down our neighbor's town. Let's yeah, I know. Yeah, there's none go of that. get the sword yeah. from the man. Yeah. Yeah, there's none <laughs> of that. And then the other thing is that you can download the demo for free, mm-hmm. and you can play a significant portion of the game. You can play two levels of the dungeon, and you can level which up your party. Which is actually a lot. It is. And you can level up your party to level 10 out of 70 like as the cap so but here's the kicker you can, you can build up you can import that save that's so really you, cool i played for about three four hours and didn't even hit that cap and then i bought the game and yeah i, I played and for six hours on the cool demo before rpgs all it's need awesome. to have that pokemon pokemon mystery dungeon has that oh really but no one else cares about but, but nobody cares about pokemon but mystery um, dungeon. the other the other redeeming <laughs> aspect of entering odyssey 4 is that the soundtrack is by yuzo koshiro who is a, a old school classic super talented game uh, composition Man, I've been playing it on mute this whole time. Oh, what? Have you? Yeah. It's terrible. I know. No, oh, he's, he's I the dude on the train. He did the soundtrack for ActRaiser in Streets of Rage. His oh, music awesome. is so good. ActRaiser is really good music. He's that mm-hmm. dude. Wow, oh, man. you got to listen to the music. Oh, well, play it so more. Good. You know, I'm, I'm really into the game, so we'll be playing it more. Um, so we have a couple more games to talk about, and uh, one of them is one that I haven't played, and so I don't really feel comfortable about it, but I think you reviewed this for 1UP, and that's uh, Castlevania. Yeah, there's that game. Do I have to talk about that? You don't have to talk about it, but we don't have to sell this one to our audience because they know they're going to like Etrian Odyssey, but they might not like this game. Although I've seen mixed reviews about this one. Mostly watch mixed reviews on YouTube, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean it's it's been pretty negative reception of Castlevania. I think. I don't know. It it definitely has its fans, and they're very offended by anyone who doesn't like the game as much as they do. Well, just to make it clear, you're the biggest Castlevania fan I know, and I know Colin Moriarty and myself. (laughs) But you're the biggest Castlevania fan I know. You've written a book on Castlevania. Yeah. So give us, give us your take. Okay, so, so the problem I have with this game is not, oh, this isn't Castlevania. Uh, the problem I have is that, oh, it's not Castlevania, and oh, it's also not a good game in its own right. <laughs> like, if it were one or the other, that'd be fine. If they made a Castlevania game and it was great Castlevania, awesome. If they made a game that said Castlevania and it was really, like, nothing whatsoever to do with Castlevania, but it was still a hell of a lot of fun, great. That's awesome. But it doesn't succeed on either count. Like it's it's um they've basically taken God of War and said what if we took the third dimension out of God of War and guess what happens when you take away one dimension out of God of War turn it into a two D game there's less boobs it's really not fun at all actually there are, there are quite a few boobs not quite really? naked it's it's close man because God of War with three dimensions was not fun at all so I can't well, even imagine stripping <laughs> so is this so when first... you have when you have this kind of you know like <laughs> yeah, totally. this kind of combo driven combat uh you know that sort of arena style the like door square is square triangle. Yeah, that kind of thing. I mean, it's very much in that style, except it's much more limited because you can't move in every direction. You're basically moving left and right, and uh, then you like juggle an enemy, hit it into the air, attack it until it's dead in midair, and then that, that's Why? like that's the entire limitation of Why? the battle. System. Well, that would be cool. No, hold on. I mean, like the the GBA Castlevanias were amazing. Hell yeah. yeah, the DS Castlevanias were amazing. Hire a guy who once a year has to just draw a bat 
and a Frankenstein and a mummy. And then every hundred of those that I kill, one of them drops a card and I use it never. But I just keep playing because that's all I need. Just make that game every year. It's not that hard. Well, that game wasn't really selling that well. Well, this and won't sell the well. The thing is, <laughs> true. Castlevania Lords of Shadow was the best-selling Castlevania ever. No. Not because it was no. great, but because it was multi-platform. Wasn't, Resident Evil, wasn't Resident Evil 6 the best-selling Resident Evil? Uh, or five. Yeah. Five? What, yeah. Six so, fell short of wait, five. What about, so, what about just like Castlevania 1? It outsold Castlevania 1? Yeah, by far. It was like <sighs> Lords of Shadow sold millions of copies. Because it was on. They didn't three have MPD back then. No, and I'm I'm okay. Like, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember that one of one of Colin's biggest problems with you know this game was that it was neither the old school Castlevania like Symphony of the Night, Explore Everything, and it was not Lords of Shadow. Mm-hmm. And right. It was it's, you it's know... Lords of Shadow minus the third dimension, which yeah. is God's God of War minus the third dimension, which greatly reduces the gameplay depth and makes it not fun. It's not you know. Symphony of the Night, even though it desperately wants to be in its second act where you control mm. Alucard, like it, it tries so hard to be Symphony <laughs> of the Night, but it has no depth. Yeah. It has no substance to it. It's just like, hey, remember that part where you could turn into mist and go through great? Yeah, you can do that again. It's real cool. <laughs> it's terrible. And it's not even like an old, old school Castlevania where it's, you know, like yeah. platform, challenging, rhythm, well, the, like, action. The whole whipping. jumping, like the feel of the jump is way off. Like I hate jumping in that game, which well, is Kratos kind of a, a terrible jump. Well, too. unfortunately, yeah, you need to jump that. a lot because know, you have problem. to juggle your enemies. Yeah, but yeah. you don't have to really jump to platform because there's no platforming challenges right. in this game. Uh, the enemies don't. <laughs> Like the biggest problem I have God is damn that it. the the combat design. Brian bit by bit here. Don't play this game, Brian. I the won't. combat design in this game is so lackluster because what happens is you come to an area, the doors lock on either side, and you have to fight a bunch of enemies. They just keep respawning until you work through all of them. So it's like these terrible little uh, it's arena boxes. based. It's boxes and boxes yeah. and boxes, and then between it, there are these vast expanses of like very boring platforming with no challenge, yeah. no threats, and it's very slow paced. And nothing happens. Oh, and there's remember... no sound, like no music to speak of. <laughs> I remember it's just the E3 demo and boring. was very linear. And we yeah. were all kind of like, why? Yeah. What are you doing? And I remember being told that they had, in the time since, gone back and added no. more exploration so elements. But that's a load of crap. What they've done trivial. is they've added a few little points where yeah. you're, like, the camera conspicuously pans over and shows you this thing you're going to need later. <laughs> and then it marks it for you on the map. Right. Yeah. And then five minutes later, you get the power you need. You and, just go oh, back okay, and go get well, it. I'll go now, back there when I that. first played this game, I actually liked the demo. And I, I, I could have sworn there was a girl chain to the DS I was playing. Because it was at E3. That's pretty much yeah, how that very, happens. Yeah, very maybe that's why I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they find some cute girls to chain to their DSs. So you know, the, here's the problem I have with that is... It, I don't know why, but the like the girls, the is, girls is wander around. So when you ask where the game yeah, is, they're go. like, it's somewhere over there. And I'm like, how the, anyway. So, but you know, if, if you ever take the time to do a demo with them <laughs> and just talk to them, they're really nice people. <laughs> oh, they're very nice. They have aspirations and hopes and dreams, and they yeah. don't want to just stand the, around. Jeremy, the, the, che- the cheat code there is don't talk to them about the game. <laughs> just no, ask absolutely. them how they're doing. Be no, like, are totally. you okay? <laughs> Yeah, are you all right? That's, you've that's been walking. I I you've like, been walking this floor for three days, dressed know, as a Medusa. They head. don't know anything about the video game, so don't talk <laughs> no, to them. About they that. Talk people, to them like a human being, and they're people like, are like oh, what's, "What's Luigi's girlfriend's name?" They're like, "I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm a Hooters girl. I hate my job there. Even Luigi? worse here. Yeah, they, it's the worst. Talk to them like human beings. They love that. That's right. their favorite thing. In so, the world. moral of this story is Castlevania is bad, and the women at no Castlevania is good. Like the games they Mirror of Fate they is have. not Castlevania, so don't. Right, play. right. Hey, right. is this the first Western developed two D Castlevania? Um, or is Bloodlines? 
Uh, well, I think there was a cell phone game. Okay. But... <laughs> See, I knew you. We're doing good things over <laughs> there was, here. Yeah, in there was a really, there was <laughs> a really right. bad cell phone game that should be forgotten about. Um, but yeah, as far as I know, and really, uh, besides Lords of Shadow, the only other Western developed Castlevania game I can think of was the Dreamcast one that never came out because it was too bad. So they a, killed uh, it. They killed it in mercy. Uh, an amazing thing happened this week. Uh, uh, we got Luigi. You leveled up. No. No, it wasn't that. It was uh, it was Yellow in the news. 3DS XL. That's right. We got mm. a, a Pikachu 3DS XL. A new, a new 3DS XL color was announced. It's not white, is what I'm trying to say here. Which right. Is, which is disappointing. And uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a big Pikachu face on a 3DS, which, honestly, I would have... The, like, the best part is the, ca- the camera positioning gives Pikachu nipples, mm-hmm. yeah. which is hilarious. That's really cute, actually. It's kind of weird. I want to hang little, weird. I wanna hang little tassels from it. <laughs> <laughs> give, it give Pikachu some modesty. <laughs> So that adds... Is that what that is? <laughs> Modesty. It's better than just having bare, exposed nipples. The poor little, poor little thing. So that would make me turn the volume all the way up on the train. Yeah. Just loud what happens as when possible. you hit the 3D slider up? Think uh... about that. <laughs> you know the the, the Pikachu Nintendo 64 has little glowing cheeks. They could at least done that. I know, right? Yeah, jerks. Yeah. Anyway, so th- there's not much news to go with that except that I'm mad. There's still, there's still only four Come, colors here. We still don't have any here. good colors here. Yeah, no good We're colors. We're still waiting on white, all white. We're still waiting on all black. And even if you accept that, you know, Reggie told me that, like, it doesn't, all white does not sell here. Fine. All right. Where, where's my what? all black then? Yeah, yeah. We asked him Wait, where all the other colors are. I've got, oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's, weird. All white. it's completely white. What, what was hey, the color? What, were the, uh, what were the colors the Wii U launched in? Do you guys remember? I don't. It was black. And Actually, that was a bad. That was a bad was, metaphor for I things that sell well. Do you remember the colors they, they they pitched to us? It was for the black Wii? and pale yeah. white, Brian. Yeah, and we not yeah. got pale, out of them. Or pale like... black. Sorry. Yeah, we 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 had white Wii's for years. But, you remember the anyway. the lime green? There was red. The like the original colors. All the cool the colors for the 3ds. Never, no, no, for the Wii. Uh, oh, yeah, and for 3ds really. Oh, the the 3ds color gallery at E3 was amazing. They had so many great colors, and they were like none of these black and aqua. Yeah. At least they released the proper blue with Fire Emblem later, which is gorgeous. But uh, yeah, so it comes out March twenty fourth, same day as Mystery Dungeon, and uh, if you four gigabytes of SD card, not a big yeah, deal. Which is sad. Like um, they just seriously need to start selling one of these with thirty two. Like I would love yeah. it if they had an all white online only with a thirty two gig card in there because that would be like perfect for your like core Nintendo fan that wants to go download stuff. Yeah, but that would make too much sense. Um, also, all of those core Nintendo fans already bought all the other terrible colors. Also, if you are interested in the Nipple Chew uh, 3DS XL, <laughs> you heard it here um, first. No, 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 that, that's that's been around for a bit. Uh, okay. But uh, thanks, commenter. Um, it's a one fifty nine ninety nine at Target uh, when it comes out, so that's kind of cool. Saves you forty bucks. Um, also, if you get Mystery Dungeon and that XL. And and you register them both. I believe you get a free other game. It's in the story. Um, but I yeah, the story you get either Super Mario sort of 3D Land, game. Professor Layton. Yeah, and it's it's if you get Mystery uh, Dungeon and the and the system, right? And you then you get register Art both. Academy or you don't you want get Mystery Dungeon. Star Fox 3D. Yeah, it's like a set of six games or something. Yeah, you get one, one, you get of, one, one of them. Six games. One of them. So yeah. we got to get and out of here. If you own a 3DS already, you get fucking nothing. We got to get all. Your reward is that you have been playing 3DS games for the past year. Yes, sure. We gotta get air to soon, soon but I have year. one more piece of cool news, and Luigi? that's that. Uh, no, we can talk about that, but I have one more piece of news. <laughs> one more piece of news that F Zero AX, the oh, weird yeah. arcade game nobody ever really got to play, was found to be in the code of F Zero GX for GameCube, which I think and is finally the people thing actually ever. want that game. 
Yes. Yeah. And this means that you can play you can play it with your GameCube controller. Full the full arcade game with like the credit announcements and everything was just sitting there in the GameCube disc do all these years. Do you know what else this means? I really want a GameCube virtual console on Wii U. Oh man, yeah. Just saying. They will strip the hell of out of that code. Oh, I'm sure. I just there. I just want my I just want to play my GameCube games. Yeah. <laughs> I have my Wii for that still. I didn't get rid of it. I, I can still play them. Um, I still have mine too, but it sits up on the shelf. Yeah, so so we, we, just as a final word, I think everybody here, except for Brian, I'm so sorry, has not played Luigi yet. But uh, well, Everyone here has played yeah, Luigi. So we've all been playing Luigi. Thanks, guys. Thanks and, for uh, doing that. Bit it's coming twice. out, what, next week? <laughs> so we'll, I, I would say we're going to str- probably do this uh, with it next week or the week after that. We would have to do a stream the week after, the, uh, two weeks from now. What's the date? Uh, if like somewhere the week of the twenty fifth, the week of the okay. game comes out. So we March twenty fifth, look for a really long, cool playthrough of Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, but sure. uh, until then, uh, I've been loving it. I know you have. It's really good. The uh, music is really good. Uh, it also confirms my my belief that Luigi is far more interesting than Mario by uh-huh. significant order. Actually, every character in Nintendo's entire catalog <laughs> is in fact more interesting than Mario. Toad? You think Toad's more interesting yes, than Mario? Because he's like. Whoa! Toad, has, really Toad, Toad like runs little shops. He's also and... willing to like hide in Princess Peach's dress and have her like pull him the out paper, during Smash Brothers. The paper Mario sounds games. like he's willing. He, the paper Mario games alone make Toad me in the there. most amazing character. <laughs> nowhere, nowhere better to hide. Which also makes him more interesting. <laughs> exactly. Than Mario. And actually, in the original Mario Brothers, wasn't him and his friends all hidden in the coin blocks? Isn't that in the lore? They no, they were transformed into the coin blocks. And when you yeah, punch a coin, right. or when you touch, when you punch a brick, <laughs> you're killing a toad. Really? Yes. You're not freeing his soul. I love all these according old. What about the ones that are cross dressed at the end of according the uh, to, castles? According to the manual for Super Mario Brothers, uh, Bowser's evil these old manuals. I'm just Bowser's evil magic transformed the citizens of the Mushroom Kingdom into bricks and horsehair plants. <laughs> what? And when you so that means when you punch a brick, you're killing a toad. So never punch a brick. Oh, but like in so in Mar- New Super Mario Brothers, wow. you when you turn all the bricks into coins and you're running and getting the coins, you're just, just like mass slaughter. Well, yeah, that, I mean that by is, that point, they do, awesome. do you guys remember Soul Blazer, where um, like a doctor came up with a, a, a scheme to uh, work with a demon and turn everyone's souls into money? <laughs> that is what that is. <laughs> Mario just got a lot deeper. Wow. Enjoy no, I, those I, games, kids. I read that in the manual when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, my God. But as a kid, you're bricks. just like, cool. That no, makes sense. No, no it actually, were, like, con- See, I, I actually no stopped and was like, child. I was like, yes, that's really, uh, it struck me as really dark, but, you know, I would have not played it anyway. You have a lot more, like, awareness of this. I was like, what? cool. Uh, well, Go I was Bowser. older than you. When what, did you think of, what did you think of Birdo's description? He I thinks thought, he's a girl. I was like, well, okay. That's, that's a little weird. That is still the best part of Paper Mario on 3DS is when Birdo comes out and starts singing to you and you're just like, what the hell is going on right now? Is it now? a man voice? Uh, I don't even remember. No, I don't remember. I didn't play it's that It's a game. weird... Uh-huh, I that. Uh, well, it, that game has its issues, but it, it's weird. Huh. Um, anyway. Uh, Luigi's, Luigi sings a lot in this game. Luigi is... He's always humming he's the so same awesome. He's so awesome. Especially if you're, just, if you're walking or standing around, he'll just hum it. Uh, but yeah, it's so good. Like, I really, really am enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, I think um, they just, like, gave uh, Charles Martinet some marijuana and set him it, alone in the studio. Is it him for sure? Or? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. It's totally... By the way, someone. he... Left him alone with a microphone for an hour and we're like, just pretend you're Luigi. And he's like... I'm convinced he talks to his wife like that. He just walks around the house and he's like... Mario. Um, he... Does the voice name is Maria? Maria. Really? Maria. Maria. That's awesome. No, I'm lying. That's crazy okay. that you're lying. Okay. Okay. Uh, I was okay. say. Um, so he does the voice in Bit Trip Runner, and when you start the game, oh, yeah. he's like, 
Hello, I'm Charles Martinet for Bit Trip Runner. And you're like, what? <laughs> wow. Where's Mario? How'd they get him? I thought he'd be hard to book with all these games. Brendan's doing no. crazy things right now on the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. So it's like you go from San Francisco to New York in the game? Yeah. yeah. There's also, yeah, there's uh, like the, the Redwood Forest of like Northern world. California. Um, there's a Statue of Liberty right in the middle, which you can't get to. The Red Light District of Amsterdam. Uh, the Chinatown. <laughs> um, there's the Space Needle from, you know, Seattle. Um, yeah, a little bit of everything. This is cool. We're going to round out this podcast with a little bit more... Uh, Lego City. Yeah, actually not. I Legosity. So I got everything Legacy. on the Brooklyn Bridge, which is also in this game. I have not fully explored the Golden Gate Bridge, so I'm actually kind of curious what he might find up here, because um, I do not know. That that's one of the cool things about this hey, game. Is flip around? Is there Alcatraz? Yeah, there's Alcatraz. Really? There is. It's called oh, Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where the uh, Shawshank Alcatraz. stuff. They do. They that's rename the, everything in this game. That's where the Shawshank thing happens. Is mm, at the okay. prison. Yeah. Um, Alcatraz is the actually uh, word the word for Albatross in Spanish. Really? Yeah. My <laughs> lord. I feel so smart now. <laughs> you can learn a thing. All right, here. sass this man. This is actually we'll really see. this is Lego, really amazing how Lego high Nintendo he's going. Learn to be good. Oh, you got a thing. That's one of the cool things about this game, though, is there's so many collectibles that you can basically go anywhere and everywhere and anything you can see in this game you can go to, and you there's stuff there. And then by when you get that thing, if you look around for like five seconds, you'll see something else that you want to go that get. That reminds me of Crackdown. That was my favorite yeah, like environment in the ADD, game. the video uh, game. Yeah, so this totally. was a free run, like a, like basically a free run trial that he just did where it was time, time managed. Um, the one thing I will say is that, you know, the city is huge, uh, like no doubt. But if you look actually in the One out of 19. Yeah, I know, right? More. If you look out there in the distance, there's, you know, you can see the actual core of the city. A lot of the core of the city is so densely, like, it's such dense buildings that they don't actually let you go in or amongst them. There's this sort of, like, middle area in the city that's sort of false. Oh, um, really? Yeah, which is a little disappointing, but there's still so much to the city that it's hard to complain. Um, also, if you, try and swim, if you try and swim across the bay, a shark will eat you. So, Just well, like in real should, life. Yeah, as it should be. Well, I think Oh, God! I think we need to wrap up. You guys right. got anything else? Nope. Last minutes? Um, no. Flipnote 3D got announced. Flipnote Studio 3D. That's cool. All right. Well, oh, right. Uh, and uh, a s- not sequel, but a successor to There goes a shark. Oh, oh yeah, that's mom. right. <laughs> yeah, uh, very quickly um, at, at, at the Bit Summit event in Kyoto last week, um, Daisuke Amaya, the creator of Cave Story, showed off his new game, which is a Contra-style pixel action shooter called Garrow Blaster, starring a frog destroying pixel dudes. I believe that means ribbit. Yes, uh, Garo. Yeah, it's a uh, it's what frogs it's like say an in Japan, automatopoeia. right? Um, anyway, so that was shown for iPhone, but it's also coming to 3DS. So that's it's awesome. And it's like a Contra like game. It's very Contra esque. Yeah, how oh, cool. cool is that? Cave that Story is awesome. one of my favorite games ever. Like yeah, a Contra version of Cave Story. Why the hell not? Be good. Oh, you, can you float in your bullets? I don't know about that, but I do know that it does have some light explore- exploration elements, so it's not totally linear like Contra. Okay. It's no Jetpack Goonies, though. No, it's no Jetpack Goonies. <laughs> Nothing is. That's, that's Jeremy's ideal game. It's my dream game. Someday I'll make play it. Jetpack Goonies. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, be sure to subscribe to IGN on YouTube uh, for more Nintendo video chats and uh, some cool video reviews of every game we've pretty much talked about, except for the ones that aren't out yet. And uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, check it out on IGN or YouTube. It's definitely worth it. Uh, next week, we'll be back with some uh, Luigi action, or next time, I should say. And uh, until then... Play the Koopalings. Bye.